Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, listeners, and thank you so much for joining in. It is such a wonderful opportunity that Be Free Ministries NC Live has to come into your home, to come into your car, to come into your office, to come into your church, wherever you may be at this time. We count it such a privilege and an honor to share the word of the Lord with you, to share love with you, to share what the Lord is saying during this season, during this time of our lives. It's such a blessing for God to share prophetic words to us and share on-time words and rhema words with us so that we be encouraged, so that we're lifted up, so that we are going forth into the destiny that God has chosen for us and being the person that God has chosen us to be. It is so wonderful to band together with like-minded individuals to hear what the Lord is saying. I'm going to tell you that. So, yes, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the Be Free Ministries family. It is such a wonderful privilege, and I consider it a responsibility to ensure that we are hearing from the Lord in order to share with you what the Lord is saying. Amen. Amen. So tonight... We are actually going to take a little bit of a turn that I'm really excited about. As many of you know who heard our shows in September, maybe a little bit in August, I introduced our pocketbook exchange, which uh, we went to see the Race Are We So Different exhibit at the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences. We went there as a ministry on October 7th and had an awesome time walking through the displays and seeing what information the exhibitors had for us. A lot of the information I knew, but it was so wonderful to experience some new um some new information, to gain some new insight and new wisdom, and just to hear from the interviewees as they were interviewed about being biracial or being Latino or or about being African-American or white or um, Asian. It was so wonderful to have those first-person accounts about race in America. And so tonight we are going to be talking about race. Are we so different? Really, are we different? You know, our DNA, according to research, is about 99% alike. And so it's so amazing because race has been established years ago, many, many years ago, it was established in order for classism to take place, in order to put people in certain classes whether it was a higher-ranking class, a middle class, or a lower-ranking class, it was really to keep people under subjection, to keep people oppressed, to keep one group uh, superior to another. Do I have statistics for that, or do I have specific um, citing sources for that? No. (laughs) If you check out our history, you will see that what I'm saying is accurate. It raised. Um, was constructed to keep one group superior, to keep one one group lower. And it just so happened that the white race is a race that is superior, considered superior, 
and people of color are considered of a lower class, and then those classes are divided up into, well, who, well, of, of people of color, who ranks the best, who ranks the lowest? African Americans, a lot of time, times are on the lower end of the totem pole. Um, I was talking to my coworker today. We had a workshop today for profession. Um, excuse me, yesterday for professional development as educators, and she went to an equity class. And so she came back today, and I asked her how the workshop was. She said it was wonderful, and they talked about the disparities that remain amongst people of color compared to their white counterparts, how different it is as far as academic performance. Why is that? And so the instructor had um, or took the opportunity to share some statistics and share some history with the attendees about why that is. And one reason he said is teachers teach specifically for one group of people, which which ends up being white, white students. They teach to accommodate those white students, and oftentimes Asians or Latinos or, or excuse me, Latinos or African Americans are left out of that teaching um, realm that that teacher chooses to use. And so sometimes they get lost. Sometimes they don't understand the information. It could be a number of reasons why. Uh, teachers do this, but a lot of it stems from racism. A lot of it stems from the fact that I think my race, white, is better than your race, person of color. And it's so interesting because when you talk to people of color, and people of, of color are anybody who's not white, because all people of color, I've, I've talked to different people in different groups, personal accounts, Asian people, Latino people, African American people, and we all have very similar stories as it pertains to the skin, the color of our skin, the skin we are wrapped in, and white, uh, uh, and white America. And so, yeah, and so it really surprised me. In, in a sense, it surprised me. In a sense, it didn't surprise me that teachers teach to white students in particular. Uh, it, it made me mad because as an educator, that's horrible to think that other educators are not giving all of their students equal opportunity to access education and to understand the lessons that are being taught for our growth and development, whatever level that growth, the growth and development of that particular student, it just, that burns me up. But, you know, like in every profession there, you have the good and you have the not so good, the good and the bad. And so, yes, and so it really surprised me, um, again, some surprised me, some of it didn't. Um, but just inequality in our world, even today, even in the 21st century, inequality remains in our world. And race, are we so different? It took us through different time periods. Like it took us back to the Civil War. And one of the presentations that remained vivid in my mind was a presentation on, on not the Civil War, excuse me, Civil Rights. And they talked about the GI Bill. Now, the GI Bill was a government-issued um, government-issued money to go towards uh, soldiers who were returning home and wanted to purchase a home for themselves and their family. They were able to access the GI Bill. Little did I know, people of color were denied access to that money. Even though they were soldiers, even though they fought, they 
serve bravely for their country, they were not able to access that money. It was only for white soldiers. I had no clue that that was the case. And so it was good for me to have that information, to have that insight so that I could be informed about the history of the country that I live in. Another thing that stuck out to me, um, and I already know this, but it really still stuck out to me, disparities in economics. And what really stuck out is the display that they had. There was money. It was a a glass enclosure uh, that sat up on a podium, and it was a cylinder in shape, and there were stacks of money inside this cylinder, and the stacks of money represented each cultural group and how much access they had to economics. That's buying a home, um, receiving fair wages, and other areas in the economic life in our economic lives. And of course, the white. Uh, the stack of money for white America, I mean, was just stacked up. I think they had like two or three different stacks. And then stacks for people of color, you know, were lower with specific groups, with Asians, with Latinos, with African Americans, with African Americans being, I, feel, I think the African American stack was the lowest of all people of color. And so it was just really interesting to have that visual of how economics work in our country and how a lot of the programs and resources that are available are for white America. We even think about the school system. I'm an educator, so I'm going to talk about the school system. And it's still today schools that are have predominantly black students receive lower um, resources or lower amount of resources than their white counterparts, their white schools, their schools with white affluent students. They receive the money for the newest technology, for the latest in um, in textbooks. If people still get textbooks, and so sometimes we still get textbooks in some states and some states that put textbooks online. And so there's uh, that disparity there with white schools receiving the money and the resources that they need for their students to receive the growth or to achieve growth and development, where schools that um, have a higher percentage of people of color, they don't receive the same amount of resources. That's the issue. Like that Those things should not be, but it is a way that white America keeps black people, Asian people, Latino people oppressed, lower, economically lower educationally. It's their way of doing that. And it's just so interesting to me that this type of disparity still occurs in our world. Like these things should not be. It should not be. And so I'm not going to take up all of this time. I do have a special guest that will be sharing her thoughts on race, are we so different? And so I want to welcome to the show my mom, Sister Brenda Humphrey, and she's going to take us on in into the um, specific exhibits or the specific displays that she saw at the race, are we so different exhibit. So thank you, Mom, for joining us tonight. Greetings. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you? I'm doing just fine, but I want to I wanna make a correction here. I was just listening to your show, and I'm not the person that you're speaking of. I'm actually Yes, and thank you. So, okay, and so I apologize. I was, thinking, I, I was thinking it was my mom popping in, but that's okay. Thank you for clarifying that for me, and welcome to the show. 
Thank you. I have one quick question, though, if you don't mind, and a very quick yes. statement, and I'll be very quick. Yes, please. Firstly, I, I, I want know. to Help say yourself. this. Okay, I'm listening intently, and, and I'm just going to put this out here, and, and this is coming from a place of love and sincerity. I'm wondering, as it relates to race, I, I see that the title of your show is, Are We So Different? So in my mind, doing deductive reasoning, I'm wondering if we are treated indifferently because we are different. And I want to tell you what I mean. So in looking at your avatar, is that a picture of you? That is a picture of me. Okay. And why I'm saying, the reason I'm saying because we are different, I I want to elaborate on why I say that. And looking at you, your features, and your hair especially, you are the epitome of the original women on this earth. Your features, your hair, that hair is a, is a wonder drug. That small spiral curl that you have, that is indicative of energy. So I'm wondering... And, and I know this may sound strange, but what is it about us that we don't know about ourselves? I, I happen to know some of these things because I have studied the history of the black woman, and I know that you look like the original women who were, who were scientists, who were geniuses, the women who built the pyramids mm-hmm. and who did things on this earth that other people did not do. They are the reason that people can speak, walk upright, conjugate the constellations, the reason people know how to build skyscrapers and speak. The, the, the reasons that we have all this is because of these original women who look just like you. Could that be the reason? I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just asking. Could that be the reason we are treated differently? Because we are different. And there's nothing wrong with being different. That's what makes the world go round. If everybody looked the same and was the same, it would be a very boring place. And we would not learn anything. I just want to know what you think about that. I actually love that. Thank you so much for sharing that information. And I do love that because we, we are different. If you if you look at different cultures in the world, African-American people are the only ones that seem to have as coarse of a hair that we have or have the ringlets or the, the, the big bouncy curls or the tight curls like I have. We are the only people on the face of this earth that have that texture of hair, which amazes me that that is the case. Um, and it, it excites me as well. So, yes, I, I would say our features, our culture, even the way that we do things are very different from other cultures, just like there are unique uh, differences and characteristics of every other culture. And so, yes, I do love that. I love exactly what you said, and I've heard, you know, what you said. And so, yeah, we're treated differently. Yeah, I think it is because we are different. Yeah, I can agree with that. And so I don't know if you had an opportunity to Mm -hmm. I don't know if you had an opportunity to see the race. Are we so different exhibit at the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences? Well, I've seen some of the, the, how do I say, posters, if you will, Mm -hmm. in an anthropology Mm -hmm. class. And what stood out Mm -hmm. to me was that they had that very same caption, are we so different? And I'm looking Mm -hmm. at this picture, and I asked my, my professor if I could have this poster. And he said, well, you can take a picture of it. Long story short, I brought to his attention that they have a black woman in the center, but 
overlaid over the, her face, they have an Asian woman, an East Asian woman, and then a Caucasian woman. And they're showing how all of these women have some of her features when in actuality they don't. And I said, hmm. could that be? Could that be the hindrance that you want us to believe that we are all the same, but in fact what we need to celebrate are our differences in a good way? Because what mm-hmm. I want, the most important thing I want you to hear, my sister, is this. In fact, not every African American has your hair. Your mm-hmm. hair is what is considered good hair. And I'm going to tell you why real quickly. Because that tight spiral kink is what draws the sun's rays into it, down and around that spiral kink. And when it touches your skin, your melanated skin, what it does is it synthesizes vitamin D for you. It gives uh-huh, you energy. Uh-huh. And if you, if you wash your hair, your particular curl pattern, if you wash it or wet it and you go out in the sun, you will feel invigorated. That's energy uh-huh. because you are the original solar woman and you were built for this earth. So I'm saying we need to celebrate these things about ourselves and I'm and I'm gonna tell you this. There are a lot of women with your hair type and they don't understand that that's the good hair. That that's the creative uh-huh. human hair because it is conducive to the sun's rays. So I I just want for us to understand how to celebrate our differences and how mm. people should know why we look the way we look. It's important mm. and, and not ostracize us because we don't look like people who are in power right now. And I'm going to tell you this. Mm. Scientists know this. They know this about you. They know what your hair is for. They know that your hair is so powerful that it controls UV and UVA rays. They know this. So, so I guess what I'm just trying to say here is, yes, we are different. And we need to celebrate that difference. Not that we want to throw salt on anybody else, but because we (laughs) are in custody of this difference, we need to celebrate it and know that it is natural. And I want to thank you for your time. I don't want to take up too much of your show, but I just want to express that to you. Yeah, and I appreciate that because this is an open conversation show. So I thank you. I really do appreciate you. It definitely was not happenstance or coincidence, and I clicked you over. So I want to I thank you for your views, and thank you so much for sharing that. That really empowered me even as you were talking. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. And know that it is true. Know this. It is true. It's a science. Mm, that's good. I'm going to have to go do some studying and some research. Look, I'm making some notes right now because I love searching things out. Yeah, that's good. So thank you. Thank you once again. Very welcome. And so I just want to give a shout-out and a special thank you to my guests who just shared that historical information with us. It is so wonderful to receive new insight and new information and just, learn the, the the science of a thing, and it's definitely something I'm going to go back and search out and just let that minister to me as my day goes on and my week goes on and my years go on, just let that minister to me. And so I do want to introduce to you my mom, 
sister, Brenda Humphrey. She is on the show to share some of the insight that she gained from the Race Are We So Different exhibit. We went together with the Women's um, Pocketbook Fellowship to see the exhibit. It was about 13 of us that went, and my uncle, he drove for them. So it was us ladies and a gentleman that were there. We had a good conversation after um, exploring the exhibit about what we think and what we felt and what we saw, what we learned, what we liked, what we didn't like, those types of things. So my mom is on the show to share some things that she received from the exhibit. Hi, Mom. Hello. How are you doing tonight? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Awesome. So I'm going to let you go ahead and share what you'd like to share with the audience. Okay, good evening, good evening, everyone. I did go to this debit, R-A-C-E, Are We So Different? And what I gained from that is when you take off the outside skin of everybody, if everybody was skinless, we're not, we're not different at all. We are all the same. The difference is when we put the skin back on us, because then we see the different shades of black, different shades of white, different shades of red, yellow, all the colors of the rainbow, you see all these shades. And by this and by our physical appearance, we have a tendency, when we look at a person, to know that, that they are white or black or Asian or Latino, excuse me, or Mexican, that picks up on us, and we're not even aware that it does, but it does. We look at the blonde hair and the blue eyes, and we look at the the straight hair and the large eyes, which would be the Mexicans, and then we look at the real jolly, upbeat people, which would be the Latinos, and then we look at the black people, most of the women with the wide hips, never raised, and some have high cheekbones. And then we look at the black men. Most of them are muscular, well-built. And then we look at the Asian men oh, and, and the uh, black race tallness. And then we look at the Asian men and women who are shorter. Most of them have slim eyes, smaller in stature, even smaller in um, like small eyes, small features. This is what we see. Point out a lot of things that I see every day and hear every day, but it it's just not, it's something I never really thought about. And doing the exhibit, the one, the two, well, maybe three or four, but the one that I really, that I liked second was the one that had a picture of the, about 40 pictures of the different races on the TV screen. And then on the keyboard, it had a lot of information. And I also have buttons that you could push, and it will ask as far as your height. You would push the button it had four feet and I mean five feet and under. And when you hit the button, different races are five feet and under. And then when it did the five feet two, something like five ten, the same for it and the one six feet and over. So different races, we are all different heights but yet we're all the same height, so there's no difference there. So then the next, on the other side of that, it had the blood type. 
A, B, A, B, and O was the ones I can remember. So when I hit A, different races are A, different races are B, different races are the A, B, and different races are the O. So even though we have different on the outside, inside, there's no difference. Every race has all types of the blood types. And nothing that interests to me on this on this display, it has a layout of the the world on a flat sheet. And it had where they where each blood type originated from. This study was done a while back, maybe in the eighteen hundreds or something. And it was interesting to me was the people of the A blood type, most of them was from Europe. I mean, from most of them was from uh, North North America. The B blood type, most of them were from Europe. The AB was sort of scattered all over, and the O blood type was South America only. And I thought that was interesting. Some of us never been in South America, so how did our how do our blood type end up there? Like I say, even though we are. Different on the outside, we are different on we are the same on the inside. And another exhibit that I saw was different races speaking of racism and ways that they have been discriminated. And two or three stick out in my mind. One was it was the Oriental lady walking down the street with her husband, and she said, "This well-dressed man." white man and his son. His son was dressed in baseball. So they passed by each other. And so the man spoke to her husband, totally ignoring her. And she spoke, and he, her husband spoke back. And then the gentleman said to her husband, I know your laundry is very clean. And I'm thinking, why, why a racist remark? Because when the Asian people came over, a lot of them did watch clothes for a living before they opened up the different stores and restaurants. That was a racist remark. Another couple, black lady, white man, have been married for years, both well-educated. And the black lady taught people how to speak. And when she walked into the room, they were surprised that she was Black, more or less a lady, because her speech did not portray her as being a black female. And when they walked down the street, people would look at them facing each other. And she said when they went by, the people would turn around to see what, this when they had their baby, and their baby was in a carriage. They would turn around to see what the baby looked like. Uh, and then um, it had a lady there that was in Native Indian, and she didn't have too much discrimination, not really. She said the only thing was she remembered when they were trying to put all the Indians on reservations, and, uh, and that was all that she had to say. But it was very interesting. And it was this white gentleman there, which was kind of strange that only had one white person up there. And he said he can remember when he was a young boy that his parents taught him, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, the manners. And 
his door neighbor was an older lady. And there was an older black man cutting her grass, doing her shrubbing. And it was hot and sweaty that day. But he had those off these short shirts. So the little boy went over there and asked him, what's your name? His name was Joe. He said, why are you out here in this hot weather with a long sleeve shirt on? But before he could answer, the lady of the house ran out and said, what are you doing out here? What are you doing out there? Who are you talking to? And the little boy said, I'm talking to Mr. Joe. And so the lady said, that's not a mister. And he said he never thought of it later in life when he became a successful businessman. And I forgot what he said happened that brought that incident back to his memory. And it's so much more. And then I remember looking at this exhibit that a black man and a white man, both of them went to Vietnam War came back. Both of them were the same rank. So he got the GI Bill. The white man bought a house for $10,000. The white man bought the same house, same type of house, for 7000 The upkeep was the same. Ten years later, when they got ready to resell the house, the white man got 43000 for his, and the black man only got 10000 for his. Mm-hmm. That, that was interesting really to me, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my... Oh, and like I can repeat, if you take away the skin, color, take away everybody's skin, everybody was the same, we are all the same. We are all the same race. If that's when you put the skin back on everybody, then that's what we do. Hmm. I agree. I agree with that. And I really enjoy the exhibit. And I'm going to wrap up the show by saying this. Yes, I believe underneath our skin, we are t- we are just the same. You know, our bodies function the same. Our DNA is very similar, about 99% uh, identical. But I have to echo what my sister said earlier, you know, our external, that's what makes us different. We have all shades and all sizes and all hair textures and eye colors and, and, and facial features that really make us all unique, just individually unique and then culturally unique. And so in essence, we are different externally, but internally we're all the same. So I really feel like it's about us all embracing who we are, just embracing ourselves individually and then us embracing others in the human race and celebrating our differences and celebrating who we are and celebrating our different cultures um, in our world today because I feel like it would be a boring place if we were all the same. And so I thank um, my mom for coming on the show and sharing her thoughts. I thank my sister for, for sharing her thoughts. And so, yeah, it was a really good exhibit, but it, it's kind of leading me to think about some other things and wanting to research some other things. So I may end up doing a part two this next week. I'll see what the Lord says about it and see what research I can get up, but we may do a race, are we so different part two next week. So thank you for the show on tonight. 
I will add some more details to the show. It was like a rush uh, for me to set up everything tonight. You all know how life happens. And so I think we're going to do a part two next week. Stay tuned next week, Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. for whatever teaching the Lord releases us. We'll go forth in it next week. I want to invite you, if you are in the Durham area this weekend, my church, Wings of Eagles Christian Church, we are having Community Day on Saturday at 1418 Avondale Drive at the Shops at Avondale. Saturday from 12 to 4, come get you something to eat. We'll have arts and crafts for the children. We're giving away books. We are... um, giving away some other, like, hair accessories that we've received. We are going to pray with you. If you want to go through the, the um, uh, Confession for Salvation, we will help you dedicate your life to the Lord. There will be singing, ministry. We're just going to come out and just enjoy ourselves in the Lord. So if you are in the Durham area, if you're at, uh, at, at Durham or at in Durham for Central's Homecoming, we welcome you after the parade at, at 10 o'clock. We will, or excuse me, the parade is at 9 o'clock. After you go to the parade, come on over to Avondale Drive, get you something to eat, and just talk to us. We'd love to see you. We'd love to hug you and love on you on Saturday. So join us from 12 to 4. Look, if you want to know more about our ministry, visit our website at BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash be free ministries and see if you have a prayer request, a praise report, a prophetic word you want to release, email us at be free ministries nc at outlook.com. We'd love to hear from you. Look, if nobody has told you that they love you today, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries signing off.